And we're back. It is just gone twelve thirty, and we have—is it the awesome Alex awesome or the Alex. amazing That's what I call Alex? The awesome Alex. <laughs> awesome Alex. Cool. How are you going? I'm great, thank you. And how are you guys? We're good. We we're good. Talk, we're, aren't we? we're mo- or I'm—I don't know about you guys, but I am so much better than last week. Oh, you sound better. I, I was just so drained last week. I just—I still had that brain fog from COVID. Mm. Um, and it probably didn't really stop until like Thursday or Friday last week. Now you look. A thousand times better. You sound a thousand times better. That's I just yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> like last week, I was just yeah. This felt shocker. really awful. It's a shocker. Mm. Uh, it's, sure. it's refreshing to come out on the other end. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. We see light in the tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> so how's your week? Uh, it's just a great start, <laughs> yeah. you guys. Again. And yeah, it's uh, it's all good. I, I just worked a little bit too much last week, but it's um, all for good reason, I believe. And uh, I was looking forward to see you. And yeah, I was thinking, like, what are we going to talk about today? And I was thinking, that will be the one thing that will pop up, I'm sure. And all morning I was w- uh, kind of waiting for that. And it popped up. And what's that? Oh, drum roll. <laughs> <laughs> Relationships. Oh, God. <laughs> Do we have to? <laughs> uh, what t- and what type of relationships are we talking about? Just relationships in general? I think when we start, like, okay, well, clarify what, I think it's everything. Relationship mm-hmm. with ourselves, relationship with friends, with parents, with uh, colleagues. With, with your intimate other. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, in general, all relationships should be in balance, I believe, and, and mm. should be very, like, we should be aware of where we're standing, uh, how we're influencing re- that relationship, and uh, what we can do better, improve, and, mm. uh, yeah, and how we can make other people feel better and ourselves feel better. I guess that's kind of major topic, how to create that strong, great, life-lasting <laughs> relationships. Yeah. Mm. Oh, well, it's it's so important, isn't it? Oh yeah, to have quality yeah. relationships, <coughs> and um, it's pretty damn hard when, when the balance isn't isn't there. I think we all agree. Yeah, yeah. Relationships have to be, you know, everyone's got to put work into them, yeah. right? It's not only a one way, mm. you know. It's not you hauling it. Yeah, everyone's got to put work into it. Either it's your partner, or it's your friend or family or whatever. You got to work on it. It's funny, though, to, to watch or observe relationships sometimes mm. with other people because some of them are just crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just mad. You know, yeah. how do two people survive with that kind of relationship? Some people, and they thrive on that. I know. It's like I hate arguing. Yeah. Um, but I, I see p- couples and, like, they're constantly arguing and, like, some people actually think that they're, that's they're love. They might ah, like I- imagine that Italian family. I'm Greek, so we're all, we're all the same, you know. But, you know, some people like making out afterwards, you know, making up, you know, yeah. f- mm. bonding and all that. But okay, do you have to go through all that situation to... There's a better way, surely. <laughs> okay, there is a much better way. Just do it. Because <laughs> the thing is, like, when you're in the heat of an argument and sometimes you say stuff that you regret, like, you know, it was obviously inside, but you speak it out, you, you can't rub that out. That, that damages that relationship because even if the person forgives you, it's still... It's still been said. It's mm. done, yeah. Oh, uh, 
tell us, Alex. Tell us. What's the secret? It's straight away going to to arguing. I like that. I was like, yeah, relationships. Let's talk about them. Oh, I can't imagine how these crazy people can be together. Something. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it looks like we connect relationship with argument. <laughs> well, I don't personally, but well, no, uh, I hate relationships arguing. are compromised too, yeah. right? Uh, and working together, mm. obviously. I think from a perspective. Probably how I saw it when I was thinking about that, like, let's talk about relationships. What is important? I was thinking first, and most important is self-awareness. Really understand what energy we are giving away, like like what we are like. And, and really focus on our perception from, from perspective, like who we really are. And how can I, or how c- I can come across when I say something. Because a lot of people don't mean bad way what they say but the other person is perceiving that as a bad thing mm. Mm. I really understand that we all have different language and I think first time when I, when I was here we talk about about like the, the love languages yeah mm. and that's the, that's the one part of that and uh, to try to understand people but there's more into that because everyone is so different and yes someone can be happy you know when it's a little bit of argument and and that's how they probably create that variety in relationship and a little bit of excitement, I guess. Mm. But if you have partner that is not like you and that partner doesn't like that argument and it's actually putting them down, I think that's where we should have mm. a look like, okay, what am I doing with my behavior? Mm. Because argument is fine if people both people like it and it's their, you know, energy and nature and they just they just like that. Because it's usually not very normal argument. It's not very deep or very. It's, very it's a debate. It's, it's, it's exactly. Su- it's superficial. It's like mm. a, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's it's like a different level of communication, mm. right? Mm. And and we try to match communication and language. And I think that's what we are forgetting in relationship itself. If it's with colleagues, partner, it can be anywhere. We just forget that language is so important. Mm. And I'm talking about tonality, body language, everything what we mentioned that bef- uh, before as well. Like really understanding how we influence that other, other person. Because sometimes we say something like, oh, you should do this. And we mean it really well. Like we really mean to help. But <coughs> when, we s- when we say someone, you should, on the other side, is straight away resistance. That's like, well, you are to telling me what I should do. Mm. I mean, it's, it's all the time clashing. You know, like really, really bring that awareness how we talk. There's actually a lot of theory around this. This so um, in about the 1950s, a theory called humanism came out, and I'm not going to bore everyone you know, too much <laughs> with it. Don't worry. Um, but the concept is is that every single person has a different experience. So there's no such thing as reality because it's subjective. It's for for everyone. Um, but what what they talk about is is the idea that. Um, in order for a good relationship to to exist, a s- certain number of things need need to occur, and one of those things is is um, oh, I can't remember the word for it, but basically means is that when you're interacting with someone, that rather than sitting outside their experience, you try and sit within it, um, and that's key thing in that is part of active listening. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. when you're listening, it's very, very common to think about your response while you're listening. Yeah. And it's really yep. common to think, oh, I wouldn't do that or I oh, look at that fly buzzing around or whatever it might might be and um, you're not actually part of that experience. And they reckon, the serious reckons that, that that's a place, a huge key role is you've actually got to be really, really invested in, yep. in that other person. 
I think it's uh, we call it empathy, basically. Yeah. Just try to really walk in someone else's shoes. Mm. And I think that's exactly uh, part of the co- communication, how to not judge. Because we judge. Mm. It's like first someone comes and starts to talk and the first thing, oh, you know, it's going to be again about work. Oh, it's going to be again about something that I'm not interested. But what if we will try to walk in the other person's shoes mm. and think about the last eight hours this person was in this kind of environment they're trying to describe and, and we are already judging that oh this is boring or this is not important. Mm. Well, but it is important for the other person. Mm. And yeah, I think from from perspective where to start, I think is really understand when we are judging, just stop stop judging. Just stop saying that you already know, you know, ahead everything. Mm. You, you you know everything what is going to happen. You know exactly how the person mean it. It does we, we don't know. Mm. You can know. never know. You can never know because every person's experience is different. Is unique. Everyone's yeah. perception and is different. And yeah, as well. Yeah. <laughs> and if you ask anyone that deals well, the majority of people that deal with psychology, sociology, um, psychiatric care, whatever, or work in counselling, mental health, etc., all of them would say, if not more, well, almost all of them would say that you can never know what's best for a person, that they're the expert in their own lives. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the best way that you can help them to make good decisions and to see what's best for them is to actually give them the space and the comfort to contemplate by being really supportive listener. So they feel open to just let it all out. And why they do that, the, the idea behind it is, is that they know the answer. <laughs> I just have example. <laughs> okay, let's go for the example. Uh, no, I, was just, I was just laughing because I'm I'm the person that I'm working and, and I can be so much in work, but after the whole day, I need to just put it out. <laughs> like just, just talk, yeah, just yeah. talk about that. And it's funny, <coughs> when I'm going for a walk with my dog and my partner is next to me and I start like, oh my God, this is happening and this is it. And like, oh, if you like this happened today, this person, you know, I really need to work on this. <laughs> and he's like... Do you want me to answer or you want me to just listen? <laughs> he just He's knows. a very smart male. He's read a few books. <laughs> he just knows. I think that's the that's the Australian saying, happy life. Happy, happy, life, wife, yeah. happy wife, happy, happy life. life. <laughs> yeah. We don't have that in Europe. No, we don't. <laughs> We're just generally happy. Yeah. yeah. And, but it's funny how actually I realised when he asked me that question, that actually that's right. I, I don't want any answer. I don't want anyone to tell me anything. I just really need to talk about that to yeah. process. It's mm-hmm. what we, we, we you have it's, to de- debrief as well yeah. sometimes. You, yeah. know, you need that you know, to so just cool. <laughs> take it out. Yeah. I used to yeah. have that when I was working and I used to drive 45 minutes to go to work and 45 minutes back. And yeah, I have a, a real th- a, a thing that I, I really follow. I don't take work to home. Yeah. So that 45 minutes gave me time just to take it out and just chill and go home and do my other things that I do. Mm. Only if there's something really funny or, or, you know, intriguing, I I would mention it, but that's it, you know. Yeah. What if you have a home office? Hmm? What if you have a home office? (laughs) (laughs) I do now. I mean, that's a really valid question. I do now. Yeah, a lot of people work from their home, the home office. Um, I've heard some people actually get dressed to go to work while Mm. they're at home, so they still have their work clothes and they go. I think the pattern and behaviour is really important with home offices. And some people, I even know, pack their own lunch. Like they prepare a lunch so it's ready to go for the next day. So there's little tricks and things that you can do. For me, when I was working from home, I just swapped my pajamas out. That's all I did. Yep. You know, for me, it just, yeah, it was a bit a bit weird, but um, 
I, I think it's important as well at the end of the day to have um, like a, a a border. So like you go out of the house, you go for a walk and then you come back. Um, because if you don't have that, if you like you go from home office to being at home, then where's the actual separation separation and so a lot of people were working later and getting a lot more work done and the bosses were going really great this is fantastic you're working until nine o'clock but that's not sustainable long term that's not good for your mental health that's burnout yeah. burnout yeah, yeah that's, it's too much and i think also everybody has different uh, i guess boundary around that and also different different time they can handle some people can focus a little bit longer some not and i think when you're driven by real purpose and real vision you can probably work hard and you are not going to be burned or you don't you don't burn out because you have some kind of deeper connection with what you do mm. but i think it's if it's just just the task i have to do it because i have to do it to get salary i, I think that's the process like because burnout is not not only that you work hard it's because there is no purpose there's no connection there's no deeper level of doing something and if that is not happening, that's when your feelings will start to actually push you even more than just that working time. That means that all kind of thing around that, that's, that's another story. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, it's, it's a good point. I think from home offices, a lot of people work from home office. And I think that's why maybe even more important is to, to talk about relationship with myself mm. right now. Because if I don't understand that when I was going to, to work... I spent 45 minutes or one hour in train where I can think, yeah. read the book, connect with people, call someone. And I'm in a work for, I don't know, eight hours, but I have breaks with my colleagues. I go for coffee or lunch and all that is that social involvement. But, but, but I, if I am at home, I don't get a break to call people, to talk to them. And I think that's what people are missing. Yeah. Like if you are working from home, have that 10 minutes break even if it's, you know, every hour mm. or every two hours, and go call your friends, go call your mo uh, colleagues, just have a chat, but not only about work, and really get out from that thinking process around work, get, get out of that, that routine, because when you don't break the routine, I think that's, a, again, it's a psychological, mental pressure, and, and we don't understand that self-care, we need to do something with that. We need to really find the time for ourselves to be socially fulfilled as well. Yeah, yeah. We it's need totally. connection. It's interesting. Every, anytime we come and have a conversation in this room, and we have some crackers. We, we really do. Oh, yeah, yeah. We do. Learn so much. <laughs> it does always tend to come back to, though, the one relationship, and that is the relationship that you have with yourself. Oh, yeah. Every single time. That's where it starts and finishes. Because, yeah. because that, that's it. If you hate yourself, you will hate your partner probably. Yeah. If, if you don't yeah. like something about yourself, you will you will have problem to show love and give love. Mm. And I think that's, like when I was going through, I probably talk about that story. This is massive, massive story around me um, and my awakening. I was horrible on hormones. I was going through IVFs. I was a terrible person. I was becoming some something that I am not mm. and yeah. and basically what happened it was this massive strange person in my body and I didn't understand why she's thinking that way I was thinking why she's she's jealous like wow what is that I never really felt that way now she has these crazy stories and now she was bored and, and she was angry and she was frustrated and it was like all these feelings <coughs> and I was just here like oh what's that person mm. that means first thing what I did I projected in my relationship and I said to my partner, hey, you're really boring. 
are we going to do something? You should do something with yourself. And I started to tell him that he should change. Then I become even more terrible person. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine, right? And, and I, I still thought like, oh, that's normal. Like that's his fault. You know, it's his fault. And, and, yeah. and everything was his fault. And, and I was, I couldn't see, honestly, I couldn't see any light. I couldn't see that he's wrong. And one day I was looking at him and I realized that he put on the weight 15 kilos. He's actually not doing anything what he loved. He's, he's there. He's not smiling. And I was telling him, you need to smile more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and he was not. And I, I, was, I was thinking, oh, my gosh, like, like, this is me. Mm. This is all about me. Mm. Like if I don't start with me, he's never going to change. Because I can tell him you should do this, but he's like, come on, you're not doing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he probably just look you at me You got to practice like, what you preach. Uh, and he Absolutely. was probably looking yeah. at me like, what you what you want from me? I, I don't understand how mm. I can be happy in this environment. And that was one day I just had this massive aha moment. And I was thinking like, oh my God, this is what I did with a person next to me. And I inspire people and I help them to move forward. And now I'm doing opposite to my partner. I was, there was the... Horrible, horrible, hurting feeling that you can imagine. Yeah. And from that day, I put us on four months of change. <laughs> I was like, this is our <coughs> 16 weeks challenge. He was like, what? Was like, 16 <laughs> weeks change. And I just bought all this stuff and, and protein shakes and <laughs> everything. And I was like, this is our diet. <laughs> <laughs> and I put everything on the, on the fridge. Uh, we changed everything. We had a plan for exercise, walking, talking, and and just basically say things that I realized. And I said, look, this is what I was doing, and I don't like what I see. Yeah. And I don't think you will change. I think I, I will have to change. He was like, yeah, oh, that will be awesome. <laughs> but, <laughs> and uh, I started to push myself. I know it sounds weird, but I really tried to push myself be happy like really show him that is actually nice thing there there's you know light at the end of the tunnel and i was just really trying to pull these small things like little happy moments little you know fun and smile and little dance or and and slowly he became again himself self and i was so happy to see him a lot he lost 16 kilos he started to do jujitsu and everything what he loves and he became again a man actually i fell in love and it was just me. That means that we think that people change around us. Mm. Look at yourself because it's because us. So the mechanism of you changing yeah. influenced him to change. Exactly. Because I think like when you say to someone, you need to change, oh. it's such a hostile it's thing. Horrible. Like everyone oh, gets is. defensive. It like, is exactly. And, and the person, you push them even more away when you said yeah. you should change. It's like, oh. That's just oh. it. I mean, even if it's true. Even if it would be better off for them to change, it is their decision to, yeah. to ultimately make. And the only, there's only one person that you can control. And that's yourself. And so the only, only place you can take responsibility is, is yourself. Mm. Even if you're in the worst situation because of someone else... You're still responsible, but you can remove you're not, yourself. You're not, from, yeah, yeah, that's exactly. right. You're not You've necessarily got the choice to blame, the but mm. you are responsible. And, mm. and and that's like, for example, I was actually I told him I said I, I wanted to break up with you so many times. Like I was trying to remove with, with myself. What, all three of us? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> can't have that. <laughs> that's not going to happen. <laughs> I tried to remove myself from <laughs> environment, <laughs> but it's interesting how like I was really I was so sure like I don't want this. This is like I'm not happy. Mm. I mean, you realize you're not happy in something that is happening. Now the first thing is to blame others, of course. That means I was doing okay. I can I can have better. 
<laughs> I was, you know, trying to. No, I don't want this. I was almost searching for something better, mm. and and I was thinking, this is not a solution. If, if everyone will solve the problem this way, well, nobody will be married anymore. But yeah. That means mm. I kind of pause and I was like, okay, it's probably not just me. And that was when you kind of started to look on the situation, what is happening, why he's not smiling, he was smiling before, why I'm not smiling, I was smiling before. Now, it's no, one, no one's fault, it was situation fault. We, we can't have kids, you know, it was horrible time. It, it's trauma, I had so many miscarriages, I had so many ectopic pregnancies and everything what you can imagine, right? The, the, the worst thing in three years' time, all the time. Mm. It, it was just happening and basically you don't have chance to pro- uh, kind of process it process it and, and live through it and, and, and try to see that heavy moment. Mm. That means you are all ongoing in that negative situation And you've got the that time. grieving going. Yeah, because it is grief. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's that grieving but going constantly through. Mm. Yeah, because you're going for another cycle. You're going to try again because, you know, time is going. <laughs> time, is, time is going. I'm mm. old, you know. It's like you don't want to have kids when you are 50 or 60. Mm. That means you kind of like try to squeeze it everything in one place. But we didn't realize how that is hurting our relationship. And we probably didn't have a chance or power or energy to say anything anymore because we were so tired after three years of unhappiness. Uh, it's like one day is happy because people call you like, hey, uh, you're pregnant. I was like, oh, yes. The second day someone calls you, oh, sorry, you're not anymore. It's, it's just yeah. you don't Roll know. Kind of yeah, That's pretty heavy, isn't it? No, it is heavy. It's, and, and now I can talk about it. Last year when, when, I, when I would be here, I'm not talking about it because I will be crying. Yeah. And I think just to go and process that but also save your relationship oh my gosh and i believe there's a lot of people in the same situation and they probably even lost you know someone they really love but that time it doesn't feel like love that's the problem mm. Mm. you you really uh, you need to go more not from heart speaking but you need to go from head and thinking okay this is not normal like you honestly in that that type of relationship trauma you need to actually start to think more than just using heart and what you feel because what you feel, you feel hate and frustration and you feel so many negative emotions that you can't even make decisions based on your heart. And I think that's when it's starting really, really be hard. And I think that's what is, re- when you think about relationship itself, really think about that. Like there are good things in the relationships. Why you are with someone next to you? What was great? And if something is missing, what happened? externally that that change maybe that that feeling or that things and i think it's really also growing smart way around relationship because there is not bad or good person there is not someone that changed so much you know after year usually it's the same person and just external circumstances and that external circumstances can be so hard that that person doesn't know how to deal with it. Yeah. That means really, really take everything, you, what you can, and, and think about all things that are happening and don't judge straight away because you have bad emotions, mm. like I did. Yeah. I oh, think communication com- <laughs> communication <laughs> is what we get from all this. Yeah. So if you do not talk, I'm not going to say to yourself because it might sound weird, but you have to have that conversation with yourself Firstly, that self talk. Yeah, that self talk. You've got to respect yourself. You've got to respect the people <laughs> around you, whether they're colleagues, whether they're workmates, and that. And I read and I saw something really nice today. And he goes, um, When you have a great time, you have a win, who do you want to call? Who's your first person you want to call? Right? So 
you do that. You 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 send that. You you, you call that person. Why not call that person at a random time? Mm. You know, not for a win, just to say, you know, how you going? What's going on? You know, yeah. You, we we, we got to reach out and have find those connections that we've lost. We we're losing ourselves, and this is basically due to fast tracking our lives of how to get to a better job, how to get more money, how to uh, get a better car, because a lot of people are materialistic. Yeah. You know? But is it is it materialistic or is it success? Like a lot of people will share their success, but if they're feeling depressed, they won't necessarily share that because they want everyone to think they're doing so well. And so if they're not doing so well, and that means having to admit that, that that's more, they're more reluctant then to talk. But sharing that success, they want people to be proud of them. They want people to... Do they want them to be proud of them or do they want to show that, that facade? It's called inc- incongruence. I think. Yeah. Onc- you incongru- know? Oh, inc- incongruence? Yeah, that's the, that's the word. It's basically where you've got an, your ideal self mm. of who you, you feel you should be and who you want to be, like your ideal self that if everything went perfect, that's who you would be. Mm. And then you've got what you believe is your reality about yourself and the larger that gap is between the two, the more stress, um, the lack of self-worth you've got and that's where yeah. all the all the trouble comes in. And it all comes back to how you view your own experience. And that's the biggest filter. Like I, I had a couple of friends in the UK a long time ago now and they were both Christians. They both read the same versions of the bible um and i asked them both at different times who they were like they read the bible who are you in the bible and one of them said that he's the son of god he's on the on the left on the right hand side of of god of jesus he is ex you know really important mm-hmm. the other guy said he's a worm and it really struck me that it's the same book that they read but because one of them's got confidence he only sees the the good parts of the bible mm. well the guy that hated himself only like focused on the old testament which was quite a different Dark. kind of mm. language um and and that's that's huge that's so powerful because all these experiences that these two people had would be colored by that self-talk by the filter that they have on the world mm. and that's that's you know internal that needs to change first if you're going to change your circumstances we are back in beliefs i think this is massive Mm. Like because we, we always, as well, in our conversations, we always come back to beliefs. <laughs> because, <laughs> because that's where it all starts. Like yeah. they, uh, some people can't believe there can be something more or they can be different. Yeah. And I think that's another, yeah, it's another filter we have and how we perceive the world. Because it, that's that's all actually based on beliefs yeah. and values and yeah. all other stuff from uh, memory, uh, memories and attitudes, experience, and yeah. Mm. But with communication, because you said something with communication, and I, I think what is important just to add to that relationships, the language is so important and it's yep. so fragile. And I don't know if you heard Milton language or, you know, like some other people talk about language in general. I think he was doing a hypnosis language. It's very interesting how we can say things one way and how we can say things other way. Like when I will tell you, you should, you should change mm. because I won't. But if you say... Imagine we are laughing again. Imagine that we are happy again. How that would sound for you? Mm. It's like, ah, that's a good idea. It's very it's different, yeah, isn't and it? It's very, like, we need to be very careful how we say things. If we want to change something, yeah. or if, even if you want to change someone and help them, I mean, positive way, of course, and we know that person just can't see that, uh, that you know, 
light and I can't really see how to change, if people start to create ideas and give them a little bit more ideas, but not the way they will resist them, but the way that they will actually... Just give them, like, um, options. Yeah, yeah exactly. Them, yeah, You're increasing their awareness. Yeah. You're trying to open Open up. a window. Yes. Open that window so they yeah. can yeah. So yeah. open the curtains. So yeah. important. And it's massively important because we all have different languages, different filters, energies. And when someone is driven by, by I don't know, significance and uh, safety, and someone can't see the big picture, and when you try to tell them the big picture, it's really, they can't see it. Like mm. it's, it's like two different languages. Even mm. if both people people speak uh, English, it's so different, and you can't get through. They're just like bulls, you know, and, and hitting heads. And when you really learn how that person speaks and understand what they prefer to hear, you don't say what they want to hear, but you say that the way they yeah. can digest that, they can accept that. And I'm not saying it's influencing people in, in like a bad way, but really, really, if you want to help someone and you want to have impact on someone, someone's health, someone's mel- mental health or like, you know, physical health, then yeah, help them the way that, how you say things. Because I think that's also great for a relationship, yeah. you know, when you say things nice way, they know that you care and they create stronger relationship. Try to build that deep trust. Be, be kind. Language. Be yeah. kind. Yeah, it's it's really important. And something that Alex was saying before, you know, when someone is working a partner and everything, I really believe that your partner should be aware of what you go through as well at mm. work and what kind of work you do because a lot of people go, "Oh, what did you do all day?" So you can't you don't, you don't know what I did, you know, and you have that conflict for yeah. no reason. There's no reason to have that conflict. Understand, not, I'm not ask, saying to go through. Question different way. Maybe how was your day? How was your day? Yeah. The most simple thing. Yeah. The most. How was your day? Not. Uh, and I do this with my partner. How was your day? I'm not going to expect her to say every single thing. Yeah. From Just nine to ten, I was yeah. sitting in my office. <laughs> but, he, but here, uh, I've seen it loads in Australia. I ask a question. How are you doing? Uh, are you free on on Thursday? And they will go through every day till they get to Thursday. Oh, wow. go, oh God, I don't want to be rude, man, but I just, I just want to know what you're doing on Thursday if you're free. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is the communication yeah. that we have to do. Like, I'm asking you a simple question. You know, you've got to take it in and, you know, okay, he's asking me about Thursday, not what I'm going to do on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Let's be simple. Listening, mm. life, listening, yeah. listening, listening. Life is simple. Listening. We make it hard. You know? We doesn't need to be. We make it hard. <laughs> and what I always say, you know, be the change. Yeah. You know, it's it's that. You want to change, be the change, but you've got to yes. m- make it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a change. really that's a really cool way to, to end the show today. Um, uh, next week, we'll be back. Um, you I won't, won't be, be here. I'll you'll be, be in sunny Greece. I'll be sunny in Greece. It's um, raining at the moment, but you know, but <laughs> oh really? <laughs> yeah, they're is, having. Nice. Is there winter over there? Or? No, it's summer. Summer, but you know, it's sometimes summer can be oh, really so weird. <laughs> <laughs> but we will touch base with you the yes, following yes, week, yes, and yes. Uh, we want to see some uh, some nice Greek Beaches. landscapes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> you'll be back and, next week, Alex, won't you? You'll be joining. Sorry, you'll be back next week, joining yeah, Chris yeah. and I, and yeah. having a chat. Yeah, absolutely. That's cool. Um. Yeah, and um, maybe we can meet some of your friends and family over there as well. Yeah, that will be that will be really cool. That'll be great, yeah. And maybe you can have a jam. And <laughs> 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 I 
I don't know. I, I'm just going to chill. I don't know. It's going to get more and more complex. Ho- it is, yeah. Ho- hopefully, hopefully I can. Easier. Hopefully, <laughs> I can get a couple of gigs in as well because I miss performing there as well. Yep. Um. Yeah. Hopefully, I can do that too. That'll be, be awesome. Yeah. That'll be awesome. Okay. Um. It's been a pleasure as always, Alex, and we look forward to seeing you next week Thank with you. some more really cool um content. Thank you. Um. Now we're going to Elton John, and I'm still standing. <laughs>